안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and members of office, 안녕하십니까? I am going to uh, Korea tomorrow morning, Australia time, because of my busy schedule. Every day in Korea, I think I will uh, record my morning devotion every day. So thank you very much for your understanding. I spent time in my family around more than 10 days here. So I really so grateful to Heavenly Parents and True Parents. And also I'm so grateful to my family. I only they have time Saturday and Sunday. I bring, uh, bring the each family to, to outside and having a meal together and sharing this and that and their problems and, and, and their appreciation. It is really incredible and beautiful time. Only our problem is because our house is too small because we are living for generations living together. And, uh, you know, three grandchildren and maybe two more grandchildren will come uh, also at the end of this year or another one is maybe beginning of next year. So how we adjust. So this is really our struggling point of us. Of course, this was one of the happy points. I think God will guide us. Thank you so much for your supporting and prayer for my family. I really appreciate that. Today, I'd like to talk about the true love movement, bringing salvation to Asia and the world from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. I think uh, I'm sharing uh, from yesterday continuously. So let's study Mother's Word. The True Love Movement, Bringing Salvation to Asia and the World. Just as communism, which asserted economic equality, was brought to its end by the collapse of its own economy, society in the free democratic world, which is crying out for the ideal of freedom, is also on the verge of a breakdown due to extreme confusion regarding values, corruption, sexual immorality, Violence and addiction are multiplying under the shadow of so-called freedom. They are causing the dissolution of that free society. The Cold War era that lasted for more than 40 years after the Second World War is coming to an end. It was a game with losers on both sides and no victor. This makes us realize that now is the time for a new salvation to reach both the communist world and the free democratic world. Capitalism and communism originated from the West and were based on material values. They have revealed their limited ability to satisfy the true desires of human beings who have both a spirit and a physical body. We are living in an age when it has become absolutely necessary for Eastern society with its emphasis on spiritual values, to play a central role. Historically, the Asian continent has served as the cradle of spiritual civilization. The time has finally arrived for the East to fulfill its global mission as the prime mover of spirituality. That is why this age has come to be called the Asia-Pacific Era, and why it is another great historic transition period. Most respected women 
leaders. I believe that this society was able to do an excellent job of protecting its historical values during the past half century. While Japanese industry developed and the nation became economically affluent, women voluntarily declined the opportunity for special treatment. Instead, they protected their families with devotion and sacrifice. In truth, the most important of all traditional values are the values centered on the family. Thank you. Today, just as communism, uh, which uh, asserted economic equality, was brought to its end by the collapse of, of, collapse of its own economy, society in free democratic world, which is crying out for the ideal of freedom, is also on the verge of a breakdown due to extreme confusion regarding values, corruption, sexual immorality, violence, and addiction are multiplying on the shadow of so-called freedom. Therefore, this makes us realize that now is the time for a new salvation to reach both the communist world and the free democratic world. Then what is the way to save communism and democracy which are facing a breakdown? True parents said that this would be Godism and headwing thought. True mother said that you know, to solve the two problems of the communism and democracy, we are living in the age when it has become absolutely necessary for the Eastern society with its emphasis on spiritual values to play a central role. Then she emphasized that this age should, uh, should bring about a great, a great historic transition period centering on the Asia-Pacific era based on the spiritual value of the Eastern society. Then, in a word, what do you think is the center of the spiritual values in Eastern society? That is Hyojong. It is a filial piety. Hyojong, filial heart, whose children want to serve their parents as God. In the world of faith, it is a value that puts God at the center. And in the family filial piety, Hyojong considers the parents as God's representatives. If there is a Hyojong who loves her parents or his parents as God's representative in the family, God will come to that family. And people with filial heart, filial piety, which is Hyojong, are always full of peace and happiness because they love their brothers and sisters as substitutes for their parents. Tuna Mother said that the reason society was able to do an excellent job of the protecting its historical values until now was because of women have protected their families with devotion and sacrifice. And she emphasized that the most important of all tradition values are the values centered on family. My brother sense the key point is Shojong. You know, if really cultivate the culture of the Shojong, we can settle all the problems and issues. 
So Eastern society very much focus on the, especially the nation of the Korea. Of course, now this day is a different story. But I, uh, when I came to the Western world and working together with American brothers and stuff, also I need to learn good things. You know, we can communicate very horizontally and then as a brothers and sisters under God, we can open our heart and sharing. I think I feel need to have a combination, vertical alignment, vertical culture, and also beautiful heavenly horizontal culture. If really mix together, combination together, I think we can create beautiful heavenly culture. Of course, always we need to put vertical culture first. We need to put God first. We need to have that kind of beautiful vertical alignment. As long as we have that kind of beautiful vertical alignment and treat you know, others as God's representative, as you know, our own brothers and sisters, in the name of God, in the name of true palace, that is ideal world, my brothers and sisters. I came to America, and people more open heart, and we can share more artistically. Of course, in Korea and you know, in Asian society, you know, sometimes they really keep inside, even though they want to say something because of you know, if they share something, then kind of like a complaint or dissatisfaction, something like that. I think that also not so good. We need to really bring out. We are cultivating, you know, the wall of the heart. That's why key point is how to cultivate the, our heart and also creating the culture of the Shojong. I really, really appreciate also Eastern society, that kind of value. And also we can learn beautiful things in Western society as well. Living divine principle and heaven and hell. And let's study EDP. Heaven and hell. It is not God who decides whether a person's spirit enters heaven or hell upon his death. It is decided by the spirit himself. Humans are created so that once they reach perfection, they will fully breathe the love of God. Those who committed sinful deeds while on earth become crippled spirits who are incapable of fully breathing in the love of God. They find it agonizing to stand before God the center of true love, and choose to dwell in hell of their own will. Since the human spirit can grow only in the soil of the physical self, the multiplication of human spirits takes place at the same time that the multiplication of physical selves occurs during earthly life. Let us study Father's word. Prepare a present that you can bring with you to spirit world. Ladies and gentlemen, consider this. Do you think you could present such pathetic results to the spirit world? How did all of you suffer? Even though you said you would work for the sake of your country and the world, how do you think you can save them if you don't suffer enough for them? Clearly, you should be saying, even though I suffered, I don't think of this as suffering. You still have a long way to go. When you go to spirit world and unpack your belongings, you have to be able to say, this is the present that I prepared during my lifetime. Please accept it. When women get married, they present a dowry. But when you go to heaven, do you think you can just bring your body alone? Yes, 
Thank you. When we go to spiritual world, we cannot go empty-handed. While living on this earth for 100 years, uh, you preparing some present that you can show to God and our ancestors. Father said, the amount of the responsibilities all people must accomplish on earth is very different for each person. Just as the Bible says, the talent given to us is different for each person. For example, I'm continental director. So someone is a national leader or sub-regional leaders. You are just one of the, the member. Everybody, different amount of the responsibility. I came to realize that this is really very much important guidance from Father. Even though we are same human being, but everybody have the different talent, different portion of responsibility. You know, uh, you know. So this is really interesting. Some people have responsibility for one talent, or five talents, or ten talents. Even though we are all brothers and sisters going the way of the God's will, we cannot say that our talent, that is our responsibilities, are all the same. Each person has a different amount of the responsibility, uh, responsibilities depending on the given position and area. The Bible says that we were born with different talents, but if we each complete our own given responsibility, and putting a profit, God will treat everyone fairly and praise them. How much profit are you bringing the portion to the talent you received? How great of the present are you preparing for God? So when we build a, you know, some building and then each the material different role, some block have the role and then pillar have the role, oh, different role. But without each item of the materials, we cannot build a house, cannot build them, cannot, cannot build any you know, big building. Each, even though small thing have the value, same value, even though have different talent, when you accomplish, God treat each one of them fairly. Same things like that. So among the present you offer in front of God and ancestors, substantial result of love is the greatest gift of, the, of all. How many people you saved while living on earth becomes the greatest present to God. That's why God's greatest wish is what? To restore his children. That's why when we focus on that and then bring, uh, the, uh, we, we, we restore more, Akatsu sons and daughters, I think this is one of the greatest present to God. Nothing else, my brothers and sisters. Next content. God's love and heaven. In the spirit world, if you do not have God's love, you cannot eat. I am saying that you will not even have the authority to eat. You need to know that hell is a place where you cannot eat even if you see food. And cannot leave, even if you know where to go. Do you understand? That is why the spiritual and physical worlds need to unite centering on God's love. Only people who have united their mind and body centered on God's love during their earthly life and who have led a heavenly life 
can own the eternal ideal world. All of you need to know that people who cannot do this cannot own the heavenly kingdom. Yes. Since the spiritual world is a wall of love, is it a world where we breathe with love, eat with love, and keep and receive with love? Therefore, if you do more major in love in your earthly life, you will be a defective product when you go to other world. That's why you need to go to a repair factory, but being perfected in love can freely go back and forth in spiritual world and physical world, the cosmos and anywhere. They have a free pass wherever they go. That's why we need to bring substantial result of the true love. We have to be a man of a true love. We have to be a man of a true woman. We have to be really true couple of true love. We have to be true parents of true love because love is everything. Therefore, there is a true freedom, especially in places with a true love. Next. How to bind together the Western and Eastern spirit worlds. Until now, the West and the East have had different spirit worlds. How can they be bound into one? They can be bound together through one love. I am saying that this is possible. We have bound together all races and tribes of the East and the West through the mass weddings of the Unification Church centered on God's love. Therefore, the individual, family, tribal, racial, national, and world standards have all been cleansed. Heaven and the spirit world are completely depending on us. Yes. What is the way to bind together the Eastern world and Western world and bind together different denominations, different races, different nationalities, different languages and cultures, different ideologies and values? It is a mass wedding based on Godism advocated by the Unification Church. Among the many for uh, great uh, saints and sages who have come and gone so far, no one has solved all the problems mentioned now. But it is so amazing that our true parents came into this, uh, this world and solve these problems through the joint wedding ceremony. Even looking at this, one can deny that true parents are the Messiah and Savior. No one initiated, even though different denominations, different races, different nationalities, different languages, how can call them, let them marry together, you know? Centering on the Godism, true parentism. This is really amazing. How can we deny Reverend Moon, Mrs. Haksam Han Moon, they are the Messiah? Initiation is really great. Nobody so far initiated. Of course, still there are a lot of problems. But when true parents initiate that kind of the activities, this is really, they are true peacemakers. 
And we do not know the value of true parents so far. But after generation to generation to generation, they realize that, wow, even just one incident, this one case of this wedding, you know, mass wedding marriage, already they enough qualification to become the messiah and true parents, savior, second coming. It is really incredible. Because of the father and mother, I met with a Japanese wife, you know, enemy, my enemy. I calculated, you know, my own family and my younger brother's uh, the blessed family, my youngest family, and we checked that all, you know, uh, their, their, their children, my children, marry with a different nationality. Can you imagine? Within just a second generation and third generation, there are nine nationalities. Within your own family, there are nine nationalities. It is really incredible. This is the best way to make the peace. I'm really grateful. We can overcome nationalities. We can overcome the racism. We can overcome even language and different culture. It is really, this is the best way. Wedding. If you really accept Father Moon's Godism, and then really forget your own nationality, own barriers, and own races, it is, which way is the best way to really uh, uh, can create world peace? This is the best one. Of course, we are struggling still to adjust, but initiation, and then after generation to generation, and become beautiful tradition. Wow, Father, Father, I love you. You are truly, truly savior of all mankind. You are truly representative of God. I really appreciate you. You know, you are not the Messiah. How can you do that? <laughs> My brothers and sisters. Today's youth ministry, the reason we become exhausted in our life of faith. Very important content as well. So let's study. The time of today exists to give me eternal value. Know that since I have to bear fruits with value in the future, owing to today, this time of today is not a day that simply flows away. Today exists to give me eternal value. Therefore, become someone that welcomes the moment and does not miss the moment and fulfill your responsibilities wholeheartedly. People with healthy physical bodies always have powerful will. Beings with bodies all do their best in their own way to welcome their own moment and grow towards it. However, Human beings not only have a physical body, we are also beings that have a heart bonded with heaven. Since we were young, we grow with a heartistic bond with our parents and a relationship with them. So we must be people remembered by our parents. In school life, we must fulfill all our responsibilities and be remembered through relationships with teachers. Through the relationship with teachers and by fulfilling responsibilities wholeheartedly, I must become someone remembered by my teachers. Yes. 
The reason God gives me this time called today is first of all, He looks at me and gives me the blessing of being in the moment and tells me to grow without missing the moment. Secondly, in this time of the today, God gives me the blessing to bear fruits of the true love and multiply. Third, and he, God gives me the blessing of the becoming the second God by becoming the owner of the true love. Therefore, know that this time of the today is not just a day that flows away, but it exists to give me eternal value. Therefore, since we are young, we should bear fruit of the true love through the parent and child relationship in the family, relationship with the teachers at the school, relationship with the higher, uh, higher ups at work in society, and our relationship with God in our faith. In order to uh, bear fruits of true love, the time definitely asked me to fulfill my responsibility. God's responsibility is to prepare the time to prepare the time so that I can bear fruit of love. He allows us to sow seeds like the spring season, grow and cultivate like the summer season, and bear fruit through the autumn season, and gives us a period of, uh, to prepare for next season like winter. God actually providing everything, providing air, providing sunshine, and the good weather. God provides everything. But what is our portion of responsibility? You need to meet right time and you need to sow the seed and take care. That is your own portion of responsibility. Human beings' responsibility is to sow seed on, on their own when they, they welcome spring. Sowing seed is the human being's responsibility. And, but if you just sow the seed, God will prepare the whole environment so that the seed can grow. He, he gives the air and sunshine and then, you know, the, 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 what is that, the mud and everything and water. If human beings do not sow the seed during the uh, spring season, God cannot do anything for them. In the summer season, you have to cultivate them well. You know, weeds must be removed and pests must be controlled and fertilizer must be provided. And you have to harvest them in the autumn season. Other than that, God prepares all the environment 95% of the time, focusing on the four seasons along with the time. Beautiful. Next. The artistic bond with God should become the motivation for joy. In school, I have to fulfill my responsibilities as a student at the right moment to touch, touch my teacher's heart and become a person who will be remembered by them. And because believers have a bond with God, by fulfilling our responsibilities at the right moment, we have to become people who will be remembered by God. God remembers me. So I must also clearly know and experience that relationship and that God is working with me. If I clearly realize the belief that I am me who comes from God, I can rejoice about the bond with him each day. The artistic bond between God and me should become one seed and cause 
and become the motivation to always live with joy. It is not that I am rejoicing conditionally or seeing a certain result, but the bond of my heart with God should be the motivation for joy in doing everything. Yes. Welcoming the time that God has uh, uh, given to me, with what kind of attitude can I complete me responsibilities? Whether it is in the family or school or the workplace or in the relationship with God, it is to fulfill my responsibilities joyfully and gratefully and coming from the heart. In the family, fulfill filial duties and touch your parents' heart. In school, touch your teacher's heart and, and bring them joy and, and through the, your responsibilities called the studies. And in the workplace, bring profit with your capabilities and actual achievement and touch your superior's heart. Whatever you do, if you do it out of the, your heart and with joy and gratitude, it will definitely bring good results. But if you do not have the, that kind of the mindset and attitude, your responsibility becomes your cross and turns into stress. Love always requires spontaneity. If you are not doing it from your heart and with joy, it can never bring about good results. So even in the relationship between God and me, if I clearly realize that I am me that comes from God, I can rejoice over my bond with him each day. When I have a clear faith and conviction that God really exists and he is my father and mother, there will be unimaginable joy and hope. I feel confident that if God my living parents really exist. I can do anything and overcome anything in his name. My brothers and sisters, that's why I really the concept of the, you know, you know, about the Bible talking about faith and then what? Hope and then what? Love. If you have a faith, if you really believe in God, Almighty God is my father, my mother, my parents. And then I am child of God. He loves me more than he loves his own self. If we really believe in that, we really believe God does exist. If you have that kind of absolute faith, then what phenomena appear? You can feel incredible hope. Hope comes from faith. I believe in God. Oh, God created human being, all things, ocean and sun and moon and star. That almighty God is my parent. He loves me more than himself. Wow, if you really believe in that without doubt, why are you so tired? Why are you so much exhausted? Why you are up and down? You believe in that? That Bible say what? Faith and what? Hope. You believe in God? Truly believe in God? You can have hope. Where there is hope, then you want to invest everything with a vision. That's why I finally reached to love. Amazing. 
Why you 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 exist? You exist. No faith. You do not believe in God. You do not believe in true parents. No faith, my brothers and sisters. Therefore, if I really believe in God, there will be unimaginable hope and joy. No matter how difficult the world is, I can love everything and win through everything. In this way. The heartistic bond between God and me should become one seed and cause and become the motivation to always live with joy. It is not that I am rejoicing conditionally or seeing a certain result, but the bond of my heart with God should be the motivation for joy in doing everything, my brothers and sisters. Next. The reason pains and suffering exist in our lives joy that is resultant and brought by some environment cannot be the seed of joy within me receiving benefits and being joyful due to the environment or through some result cannot become the seed of my joy some actual achievements or results are supposed to appear automatically when the underlying cause is valued more today There are pains and sufferings in our lives. However, you must think that the reason those pains and sufferings exist is not only for the sake of pain and suffering themselves, but to bring to life the seed of heart that is connected with heaven. When we suffer pain in our lives, we must not be dominated by the pain itself. If you cherish the seed of your heart connected to God, and live with it as your subject, the pain that comes to you becomes your life force. However, many believers do not live that way. Rather, many people become exhausted. Yes, joy that is uh, resultant and brought by some environment cannot be seed of the joy within me, no matter what situation, If I rejoice over the bone of the heart between God and me, it becomes a driving force to be victorious in everything. However, depending on the result and environment, we are joyful or disappointed and become exhausted on the way. So when we rejoice over the bone of the heart of the parent and child between God and me, we can bring proud substantial results in everything. We can overcome any pain and sufferings. Rather, those pain and suffering can become the driving force that brings to life the seed of the heart born with God. However, many believers do not live that way. Rather, many people become exhausted. The reason I become exhausted is because I do not regard the bone between God and me as a life. That's why the relationship between God and me, there is a lifeline, my brothers and sisters. Final slide. The reason we become exhausted in our life of faith. The reason we become exhausted in our life of faith is because we forget the promise of heart between parent and child that is connected to heaven. We become exhausted because we do not value the bond of heart with God as precious as life. If you do not cherish the bond of heart with God, 
you will be easily exhausted, saddened, distressed, and beaten. Originally, people who have the seed of heart related to God are not dominated no matter what pain and sufferings come. If you look around us, there are many exhausted people. And even within our organization, the responsible people are exhausted. People who are driven by the power of the organization have no influence whatsoever. They lose their original selves without knowing it. There are many people who believe that they are devoted to the will, providence, and the world, even though they have a vague relationship between God and the heart. If you value the relationship of your heart with God as life in any situation, you will gain strength. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. The reason we become exhausted in our life of faith is because we do not regard the bone of the parents and child between God and me as a life. The heartistic bond between God and me is a lifeline. That's why vertical alignment is important. If this lifeline is cut off, it is like cutting off the kite line while flying is a kite, and the head of the kite loses its center and plummets to the ground. The reason we easily become exhausted is because we do not value the bone of the heart with God as precious as a life, and we become saddened and distressed and beaten. Originally, people who have the seed of heart relate to God are not dominated no matter what pain and suffering come. If you look around us, there are many exhausted people. If you look at such people, their relations with God is vague, very vague, no faith. People who are driven by humanistic power or the power of the organization have no influence. They lose their original selves without knowing it. If you value the relationship of your heart with God as a life in any situation, you will gain strength. Therefore, the most important thing is the relationship between God and my heart. Treat this as a lifeline and you will never tire, my brothers and sisters. Do you have a faith? You really believe in God? Really believe in God? Then why you are struggling? Huh? You cannot see hope? No future? I'm struggling? Don't know what happened? Struggle and struggle? That means what? You do not believe in God. No faith. You do not believe in the relationship between God and you and parent-child relationship. If you have faith, attribute of the faith is what? Always can see hope and vision and future. So much joyful. No matter what, you can overcome any difficulties. My brothers and sisters, do you really have a faith? If you really have a faith, you can overcome anything. Especially if really you believe that God, I, I am I am child of God. God loves me more than Himself. You really believe in that? Wow, God believes in me that much. God loves me that much. You can have strength and power and you can overcome any stress. Today I teach you very clearly why we are exhausted. Because 
no faith. Where there is no faith, no hope. Where there is no hope, there is no love. Today you learned some beautiful things, right, my brothers and sisters? I need to give us. I need to receive some donation from you. Every day we are talking different topic. This is not is a simple, not not easy to prepare every day this much. I prepare this content like a life and death, because so many people are listening and listening. That's why I really negotiation prayer with God. God, you need to involve. You need to, you, you are the one who need to talk through my mouth. I am, I cannot do anything, Heavenly Father. I always have that kind of faith. And God always came to me and helped me. He speak through my mouth. My brothers and sisters. That's why I believe in God. As long as I believe in God, believe in God I can do continuously this morning devotion. <laughs> my brothers and sisters, thank you very much. God bless you. 감사합니다. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for this guidance that will keep us young forever. Follow <laughs> it. And uh, now for our living testimony, I am very happy to invite up our sister from Carp Bay Area, who will share about her experience there. So let's welcome up Miss Saiko Yonetani. Um, good morning, our brothers and sisters. Good morning. Uh, my name is Saiko Yonatani, and um, I represent Carp Bay Area from Subregion 5. And so, yeah, yesterday, uh, Yanju Sharf gave a testimony as well, and I'm just following her afterwards. And here I wanted to uh, share about my breakthrough in Carp and my experiences in Carp. And so, um, but first, thank you so much, Dr. Young, for giving a beautiful morning devotion and giving your um, your heart to everyone every morning. And um, yeah, that's not easy at all. And so I would like to start my testimony. And so uh, myself, uh, I did two years of GPA. And then afterwards, I uh, joined CARP in the Bay Area. So I'm... I'm originally from Boston, so right now I'm in the East Coast and with my family. And um, and then I go to uh, Cal, I go to college in California in the Bay Area, and that's where I do cart as well with a lot of brothers and sisters. Um, so I would say like my uh, I, I want to talk about my motivations uh, in cart. And so when I first did cart. Uh, my first year, my motivation and my force and uh, my power came from True Mother. Um, I think graduating um, from GPA, GPA, I learned a lot about True Mother and um, I really wanted, I had this heart of wanting to support her and love her and um, yeah, bring victory to her. Um, yeah, so uh, I stayed in CARP and after um, like 2020, after that's when I finished one year of CARP, um, I felt that my motivation was fading or my heart and my desire was to witness was fading. Um, but then what I held on to most was faith. 
um, I had, I was holding on to um, faith like every day, uh, every week, um, once a week, or like maybe twice a week, uh, I would go witnessing. And um, yeah, most of the time, like I would meet really nice people. Um, however, I guess like the end result or like having them to come to the, like the CARP events, Zoom events will be uh, kind of uh, difficult or challenging uh, for them to come. However, um, every time I go witnessing, I would go, I would pray to God and really think about bringing someone um, to be part of this movement. Um, I think, yeah, that's like my thought of, yeah, going, doing CARP and witnessing. Um, and so I think, yeah, that was, that was my motivation at that time, even though without really seeing a result, uh, faith was something that I had in God and God was really preparing me in an environment for me to witness. Um, and then there's a experience recently where my motivation or my heart uh, towards witnessing changed from faith to uh, really a different level, uh, upgraded, I say. Um, I think on GPA or listening to divine principle lectures, I hear about um, these like three growth stages um, with your relationship with God. And then it starts from the bottom, which is like obligation. And then formation is faith. And then uh, growth is love. And then completion is like heart of attendance. And so, um, yes, yeah, so recently, I think Yanji also shared as well that uh, there's we had this seven day um, yeah workshop uh, seven day up retreat we call it um, in in the in the woods or in a campsite uh, similar to where GPA can have workshops um, yeah we invited um, many guests to come to our workshop as a whole as Cart Bay Area um, and then at the last day we had. Um, testimonies and sharing sharing at the bonfire and like everyone surrounding in a circle like campfire style and people singing songs um, together like um, holy songs or those campfire songs and um, after the after after that uh, we had people share about their testimonies and then I was listening to this one guest um, invited by um, Junta Naito um, from Berkeley. And she, I was, yeah, she was um, giving a very lengthy testimony, like 40 minute long. And then, but we were so into uh, listening and very attentive towards her. And she was just really sharing about her life. And um, yeah, compared to my life, as a second gen, um, I can really see that um, that there's a difference in my life and hers, where I have a mom and dad, and I have brothers and sisters, and I have a community to lean on to. And for her, that wasn't the case for her, and she really had a challenging time her her whole life um, as a 17 year old, as an 18 year old. Um, 
and she yeah she was just um, really struggling but she really also held on to faith too she in her testimonies she would talk about how she prayed to God and then and then yeah I'm just like really listening to her and really seeing how how different my life is uh, compared to her and how how much I can be grateful for my life um and and so yeah after her testimony I guess like we were all singing in a circle again and we were singing um whole light of grace and that's when I really started to really feel God's heart um and I had like brothers and sisters like our heart brothers and sisters also like shedding tears for her or shedding tears for all of our guests that had really um hard times or um yeah lived yeah life in a tough time and so um yeah and at that moment I really felt God's heart of God's heart of suffering and tears and um I was I think that's almost seven minutes but I'm sorry and so um at that moment I really felt like um I really wanted to really support and do witnessing for God and stay in CARP um because it was because I really felt that I wanted to do witnessing out of love of God for the love of God um and so I hope that you guys um, were able to understand my message today. Um, yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Thank, yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Okay, thank you so That's much, it. Sanko. You for your beautiful sharing, your focus on witnessing, your love of witnessing, and also you gone through the uh, about the you know two years of the GPA and then came back and study in the college and then your focus on witnessing. You are one of the really beautiful and exemplary, our second generation. I am so much proud of you. Thank you so much, Saeko. Yonetani, manse, ongmanse. Thank you so much, Saeko. Yeah, it really was a beautiful testimony, really, and uh, kind of a growth of heart for witnessing. So thank you so much. Of course, we are sometimes tired. So I think uh, really we need to go back to original point the relationship between God and me. I think that is our resource of our power and strength.